What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens played the clock and spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to Guilds and Goblins, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff adventures and our random, in-the-moment dice rolls actually shape the story as we tell it. That's right. I'm ZZ Chamaloo, your host, joined as always by my good friend Lola. Yeah, I play Lolandra, bunny nature mage, who's all the rage. Also, Scully the Squid. I play Skull and Bones. Your skeleton friend will always trick you in the end. And my brother, Zack. You can call me Zachamedes. Goblin Egg Chanter from the Land of Inventors. Ooh, I like all these rhymes. I'm going to let you each start off with a heart for your great intros. Yeah, right. Nice. Thanks, sis. Now we've got two characters. Submitted by brothers Oliver and Ian. And those will count as two of our three questions of the day. Their names are Cornyn and Thorn. But you'll have to wait for the story to find out more about them. Oh, and, and then we've got a patron question too, right? That's right. Let's hear from Karis. Hi, my name is Karis and I'm eight years old. And I like Harry Potter, animals, Abacus P. Grumbler, J.F. Cat and Fred the dog. And my question is, what if birthdays were every day? And I'm from Australia. Thank you, bye. I love your podcast. I could use a couple extra birthdays a year. Well, sure, why not? Now, folks, you'd have to go all the way back to episode 176, called Guilds and Goblins Part 1, to get caught up on the story. Except we're going to give you a recap right now! It all started on Truce Day. The day when the trumpet of travel passes from one guild to the next as a sign of faith and trust. Only the trumpet had been cursed, and each of our three guilds got sucked in. Except for us, because we were stuck way out doing crowd control. That's right, but Zachamedes, Lolandra, and Skullin have been searching far and wide for a way to break the curse on the trumpet of travel and free their people. One of the secret ingredients was our missing socks. Held in the fairy forest. And the other was a memory of the sun. I'm not sure if we got one from the sun snappers. Yeah, because we had to run away. In a fresh new unicar. But you were pursued by armed unicars. Sent by the mysterious overlows. You crash landed in the middle of nowhere. And now we gotta hide or something so we don't get caught. So let's let the adventure begin.
Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Adventurers, you find yourselves lost in a wide open wilderness by a beautiful green mountainside next to a silvery lake. It's the most beautiful sight you've seen since leaving your homes for the Truce Day celebration, but it also makes you realize just how far from home you are. There's not a soul in sight in any direction. Oh, can I, I fix up our unicar so we can fly away? Your unicar is very damaged. You're gonna need some good supplies and some good ideas before this thing is fixed. You can say that again, says your unicar. Okay, well, Lolandra's part of the Pathly Guild, so she's gotta know how to find her way around in the wilderness. That's pretty second nature for you, so I'll let you make an easy learn roll to see if you can find some shelter for the night. Okay, that means I roll two 20-sided dice and I take the better roll. Oh, good thing, because I rolled a 10 and a 7, so I'm gonna keep that 10. That's just good enough. You find a cave about a quarter of a mile away by the mountainside, overlooking the lake. The cave mouth is just wide enough that you can all push the unicar in there. Hang on a second, we better check out this cave first. What if it's like a mouth of a monster and it chews up our car and then we're stuck here forever? ZZ, how could you? I, I didn't do anything yet. Okay, Skull and Bones, great idea. You go check out the cave, and me and Zach will start pushing the car this way. Oh, I get to go alone. Great. Skull and you reach the mouth of the cave. It's too dark to see inside. Oh, I take one of my finger bones and I toss it way down there. Clink, clink, clinkity, clink, clink. Your finger bone echoes and rolls and bounces for a while. This cave might go deeper and open wider than you first realized. <laughs> okay, can I fold all of my bones into my two boots and just walk them in very carefully? <laughs> um, I like that. Give me a roll and see how it turns out. Uh, typical. I rolled a five. Well, you've got a few too many bones to fit all of them in your boot. And as you're walking, a few clatter out very loudly. Why is it always me? 
Lolandra and Zachamedes, you finally finish pushing the Unicar up to the mouth of the cave, and there's no sign of Skull. There isn't? No, there isn't. So shh. Oh. Looks like Skullin got himself captured again. Well, should we save him first, or should we push the car in first? Right on cue, you hear a low, swooping, flying sound. <laughs> and you see a distant unicar passing over the lake. It seems to be searching for something. I guess we gotta push the car in first and hope for the best. Okay, you push the car in. Now it's time for me to make a secret roll. A secret roll? I don't like the sounds of that. It's not always bad. There's just some things you might not know right away. Okay. Okay, ZZ, just be nice. You should tell that to the dice. Yeah, be nice, dice. We're always nice. I saw you make a face, ZZ. I didn't make a face. I think we're in a lot of trouble, Zach. You push the unicar in. And the bumper screeches across the stone cavern floor. Skullin! Skullin' Bones, are you here? Your friend is safe, calls a voice from the darkness. And that's more than we can say for you two. Zachamedes pulls out a, a glow egg in one hand and a shield egg in the other. And that won't be doing you any good here. That's right, you might as well drop him. And enjoy your birthday party! Happy birthday to you, and also to you! Happy birthday to me, Cornin! And Thorn and Skullin too! A big, round, singing goblin walks out with a birthday cake and a fiery wand sticking out of the middle of it. Beside him steps a smaller goblin with a dangerous stride. He seems to be holding a sword, or maybe a whip, or maybe just a scarf. You can't tell because it's made entirely of water, which flows gently in the wavy light of the birthday candle. What have you done with our friend Skullin? Yeah, what kind of joke is this? It's not my birthday. Don't you see? You two are in the cave of cake. Where it's your birthday every day. Your friend Skullin's enjoying his birthday present. Thorn drew him a big bath with a sword of water. Man, he's sailing around like a good old pirate. From deeper in the cave, you hear Skullin. Uh, they do? Yes. Oh, uh, what took you two so long? Come sailing. Not till we know what's going on here. Just line up that egg of yours and you'll see, the smaller female goblin says. The big one had called her Thorn and himself, Cornin. Okay, I, I make my egg brighter. You see, the cave does indeed go deeper. First, your light hits a long wooden banquet table, stacked up high with plates and forks, covered in half-eaten slices of birthday cake, all littered with used party favors and wrappers. Yeah, but where's Skullin? When you shine your light a little further, it suddenly hits a wall of open presents and torn up wrapping paper and ripped up ribbons. And in front of all that, you see Skullin floating in a beautiful ceramic bathtub while sitting on top of a big toy pirate ship. Ahoy, mateys! Come meet the ruler of the Tubby Seas! Skullin, get out of there! Yeah, these people could be dangerous. To be fair, you three are the ones intruding on our cave, says the wily little warrior called Thorn. 
We're just trying to be hospitable, says the big round goblin known as Cornin. Yeah, well, you could be hospitable with a little less spit. Do I get a sense if these people mean us any harm? Well, I'll let you roll wonder to check. Yeah, and that's a net 20. Whew. Second meaties gets all the good rolls. You can tell that these goblins mean you no harm. In fact, they seem really lonely and excited to meet new people. You think they are very, very eager to keep you around. Maybe a little bit too eager. Well, I'm Zachamedes. I'm an egg chanter and, and a goblin like yourselves. And I was wondering what you got me for my birthday. Oh, uh, well, the cave of cake only makes one present a day. That's an awfully nice wand in the middle of that birthday cake. Well, 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 the wand of fire is no toy, kid. It takes a lot of practice and focus from a trained wizard in order to use it safely. Oh. But perhaps I could teach you a little bit of magic that you could use with one of your eggs. Long as you promise to be careful. Oh, I do, I do, I do. I've been waiting to get a new spell. And I've been waiting to meet a goblin spellcaster for a very long time. Hey, yeah, what gives? I thought all the other goblins were trapped in the Trumpet of Travel. That's just it. We aren't part of Goblin Guild, says Thorn. What? But you're goblins. Zizi, why'd you just make another secret roll? Oh, no reason. Okay, Lolindra, I think we just need to focus. Even if these people are nice, there could still be danger coming for us outside. Well, I'm happy to say that's quite impossible, says Cornyn. What do you mean by that? Anyone intending harm to another is immediately expelled from the Cave of Cake. That means we're always safe, long as we stay right here and celebrate one birthday after the next. Speaking of which, will someone just blow out this candle? I want my wand back. Yeah, okay. <sighs> I bought the candle. Okay, Lola. What did you wish for? What? Well, you're not supposed to say what you wished for. <laughs> okay, write it down on a note and hand it to me. And if you stay here until tomorrow... Your wish may come true, in a manner of speaking. As long as it's not too ridiculous. All right. I like the sound of that. Well, then it seems like we're agreed. We're gonna party like it's our birthdays. You all have a really fun party, even though you eat a little too much cake. Oh, I eat way too much cake. Okay, Zachamides has a less fun time. <laughs> Someone get this cake away from me and put it in a doggy bag. Well, I want to play more with my pirate ship. You realize that the ship can break apart and rearrange into little wooden pieces or shrink down and fit inside a bottle. Cool, I'll wear it around my neck. Your ship in a bottle will allow you to stretch and build yourself twice as far or twice as big. The parts of what you make will be made of wood. Well, I love it. Zachamedes and Lolandra, your birthday presents aren't quite as obvious, but I'll write you a note so you know what they do, and maybe you can show them off in the next part of the adventure. You all wake up the next morning to another round of Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you and you and you and you and also me. Happy birthday to us. Oh, I got a sugar headache. 
I've got a sugar stomach ache. I only had one piece of carrot cake, so I feel fine. Now you all might not feel so fine once you see what's out here, says your unicar, who you all had left by the mouth of the cave. Okay, I just want to roll my head very quietly out to sea. Do you see a whole flotilla of unicars zooming around the mountain? Is that what all that rolling was about? Yeah, I'm sorry. First I rolled a seven to see how quiet you were getting in the cave. Then I rolled a one to see if you heard these unicars gathering. Okay, no problem. We're completely surrounded and horribly outnumbered. <laughs> But at least we have some cooler stuff. There's nothing to worry about. Just watch. A unicar flies into the mouth of the cave. And just as quickly... <laughs> a giant birthday cake smacks into it, pushing it all the way out the cave. As it flies... And kerplunks into the lake. A cave of cake and cake lake. A devastating combination. I guess we wait and see if they go away. A day goes by. Can we at least work on fixing up the car while we stay? Good idea. One of your birthday presents is a shiny new unicar door. I assume Learn will be the role to fix it? Yep. Well, that's a natural one. Okay, so you take off the one door to try to figure out how it goes back on, and then I forget how to put either door on. Exactly. And my birthday wish for the day is that everyone works together to fix the unicar. Very clever, Scully. Okay, you can each roll learn, then drop the lowest roll and add Zach's score to the second lowest roll. I got a 19. I got an 8. But then I got a 4 on my learn. So 8 plus 4 is 12. That's two successes. You've got the car up and running. Though it's still not in very great shape. I don't think I can take a direct hit. But I should be able to fly us out of here. Well, after another day of birthday cake, you all wake up feeling just a little bit worse than the day before. Uh, as a skeleton, you wouldn't think I'd be able to feel this sick. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I check and see if there's still unicars outside. Yep. In fact, it looks like there's a few more than yesterday. Okay, this birthday is decidedly worse than yesterday's. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I can't get in. We can just spend as many birthdays as we please right here. But then we'll never save the guilds. Yeah, your people are stuck in this trumpet. Our people? They never treated us like their people, Thorn says, waving about her water angrily. <laughs> you look up to see three unicars flying straight toward the tiny cave opening, blasting rainbow magic right at you. Um, you said hostile creatures are immediately expelled. Indeed they are. Well, what about hostile magic? I'm not sure. Why do you ask? Maybe because there's three giant blasts of hostile rainbow magic screaming towards us right now? Oh, that. Uh, yeah, uh, that could uh, easily be, uh, bad. Uh, that's what I was gonna say, yes, very bad. Three rainbow blasts of unicorn magic scream towards the cave of cake. Or is that just the three of you screaming? Ah! 
<laughs> to be continued. Oh, I knew it. Every time. I can't wait for next week. I want to keep playing. Well, we've got to wait for now. These guilds and goblin stories are always a little long because of the dice rolling. So we'll bring you the exciting conclusion of this two-part adventure next week. All right, Ian, Oliver, and Karis, I hope you enjoyed the first half of your story. Folks at home, if you want ad-free episodes, a better chance of getting your question answered and a shout-out on the show, check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. And if you want to give us a huge boost, tell a friend about us, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Now I got the woof woof for June, who's seven. She likes listening to music, has an older sister named Olive, and she just turned ten. Happy belated birthday. Abacus P. Grumbler here to shout out Rowan. In Hawthorne, California with her sister Ivy, her mom and dad, and her puppy Rayla. She loves nature, drawing, and dancing on the beach. Oh, but I'm a busy dog with a tongue too long for his mouth, because I have another shout out for Milo, who's eight years old and has two sisters, Flynn, age 10, and Sylvie, age 5. She also has eight fish, including a galaxy beta. Then there's Nathan, age 10, and Ari, age 7. Nathan plays travel baseball, and Ari is an expert at Roblox. Hey, it's me, Mr. Eric. Psyched to give a shout-out to Afton, who just turned 6. Afton loves unicorns, what if world, rainbows, spaghetti, hot chocolate, and the colors pink and orange. And while I'm here, I want to read Oliver and Ian's character ideas. Oliver suggested Cornyn, a goblin wizard, who has the fire wand and can make giant bread ladies. I guess we'll see that part next week. Then Ian suggested Thorn, a goblin warrior who has the sword of water. Thanks again for those great character ideas. I know these characters may have turned out a little differently than you imagined, but I hope you've enjoyed seeing them come to life. I'd also like to thank Karen O'Keefe, our co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Desiree McFarland for her sound design and editing, and all you kids at home who try to be inclusive of all guilds, goblins, and people. Until we meet again. Until we adventure again. Keep wondering.